This is a podcast by The Straits Times. Welcome to Invest Talk. This is a series by The Straits Times podcast channel, Your Money and Career. At Invest Talk, we talk money matters and all things related to investing. We want to give you that extra edge in managing your hard earned money. I'm Lee Su Shen, Associate Editor at The Straits Times. Joining me in the studio for this episode is Jonathan Chan, who is a Senior Financial Services Director at Philip Capital. He has nearly three decades of experience in the finance industry and has been conducting retirement planning seminars since 2015. Glad to have you on our show, Jonathan. Thank you, Sushan. Happy to be on the show. In this episode, we will look at designing multiple income streams for retirement. Retirement is at the top of everyone's mind, and it is never too early to start planning for it. Jonathan, in 2022, investors were worried about inflation and high interest rates. In 2023, how much of an issue is inflation still? Inflation may be coming down, and so will interest rates be coming down soon too? Yes. Inflation shot through the roof in 2022, and most Singaporeans are still adjusting to the effect of inflation on everything from housing, food, transport, etc. By December 2022, it seems like US inflation index, also known as the CPI, come down a bit to 5.7% from the high of 7.8% in April 2022. But by January this year, the CPI inched up back again to about 6.5%. With the strong drop report from the US, the Fed may maintain a higher interest rate for 2023, unless US hit a bad recession in the second half of this year. In Singapore, we have seen fixed deposit, treasury bill or T bills, and Singapore saving bonds rate coming down slightly from the peak in December 2022, partly due to the weakening of inflation and fear of a recession. Overall, I think that interest rate. Could stay around the present rate for the whole of two zero two three. Right. So interest rates will be around the present levels. So before we move on to the how-to of generating multiple income streams, Jonathan, from your experience, can we hear more about some of the common mistakes that investors make? Across my twenty-seven years in the financial industry, the most common mistake I have observed for retirement would be holding too much cash. I've seen many Singaporean millionaire retirees. Living in HDB and holding most of their money in the CPF account and fixed deposit because they do not like to take risks. This group of retirees tend to spend very little, eight hundred to a thousand per month, because they are afraid to deplete their saving. Eventually, they leave behind millions for their children or niece and nephew if they are single. Although they are millionaires, they do not get to enjoy a retirement lifestyle they deserve. On third July last year. Straits Times reported an 80-year-old millionaire living in a HDB one-room rental flat and getting by very low monthly expenses. Social worker only found out that he is a millionaire when he has dementia. So we may be surprised on how many millionaires are living in our HDB rental flats. The second mistake is drawing down from one's coffer. This is a traditional retirement planning method we learn from books. Let's say. Mr. Tan would like to retire at 65, and he planned that he will live for the next 20 years till age 85. For a comfortable retirement lifestyle, he may need 60,000 a year for his retirement. A simple calculation without factoring inflation will be 60,000 times 20 years, which gives you 1.2 million. 
Thus, he will need to accumulate 1.2 million by age 65 and start drawing down 60,000 every year for the next 20 years till he deplete the 1.2 million by the time he turns 85. This method does not work well because Singaporeans basically do not like to see their bank account getting smaller by the month. This will cause fear and sleepless night for Mr. Tan because he knows that if he is going to live beyond age 85, he would have no more money left. Eventually, Mr. Tan will reduce his yearly spending extensively to more like 20000 per year instead of 60000 while trying to preserve his 1.2 million capital, worrying that he may live beyond age 85. Right. So, how should we work out how much cash we should keep? The rule of thumb is that for a working adult, one should keep about 8 to 12 months of monthly expenditure for emergency. Once you have achieved that, you can start placing some of your monthly income surplus into investment to create retirement income stream or grow your money. If you are retirees, at least 40-60% to 60 of your money must be in cash or invest in capital guarantee instruments which are relatively safe. The balance will invest in higher risk assets which capital will fluctuate and are not guaranteed but it provides a higher monthly retirement income stream. This balanced asset allocation approach will allow all my clients to sleep well in all market conditions. Mm, right, Jonathan. So when you talk about capital guaranteed instruments, uh, would you include treasury bills and that popular Singapore savings bond in this category? Yes, most of the time, my client will have about 10% of their cash in emergency fund. And this fund, they can actually manage it by putting in T-bills, Singapore saving bonds, or fixed deposit. Find us on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or via the Google Voice Assistant and Amazon Alexa-enabled devices. And now back to our podcast episode. Let's get back to the conversation with my guest, Jonathan Chan, Senior Financial Services Director at Philip Capital. Jonathan, now that we have settled on what goes into our cash portfolio, what is the next step and how do we create our retirement income streams? The next step will be creating income. It is possible to create two streams of retirement income from your CPF account. One is from your CPF retirement account, which will be created at age 55, which you will use it to purchase the CPF life. And another is from your CPF special account, which you can retain and make yearly 4% interest withdrawal for your retirement. Another two streams of income can be generated from a dividend portfolio using cash and supplementary retirement scheme. Dividend portfolio is a portfolio of unit trusts which pay out a non-guaranteed monthly dividend of about 6-7% to per annum. This monthly dividend can be reinvested to create a bigger payout for your retirement. Next, you can invest in equity portfolio to grow your next pot of retirement fund. Lastly, you can start some low-risk capital guarantee insurance retirement plan with regular premium or single premium option. This plan usually pay out yearly coupon after 5 years or at age 60 or 65. The above suggestion will easily allow you to create 8 or more stream of retirement income for your retirement. More importantly, 90% of your asset should provide income stream for your retirement and we target an average of 5% income generation per year, which means that if you have 1 million, you should be able to achieve about 50,000 per year of retirement income perpetually. Okay, 
Maybe I can ask you about property. What part would that play in generating income streams? Property rental can be a good source of income for retirement if you already own one. But maintaining a 20-year property for rental can be a hassle, especially when you are age 70 and above. I have a client who sold his investment property at age 75 and used the proceeds to invest in a dividend portfolio to get monthly income. He did that because he does not want to manage tenants who keep calling him to complain about the breakdowns of toilets, ovens and fan, washer, etc. He finds that it's actually very tiring and it's easier okay, for me to actually manage his money through a dividend portfolio. And if you are thinking of investing in property in the current market, the present high property price also means that rental yield will be low. And beside the high outlay, paying the 17% of additional buyer stamp duty for the second property may not make sense. The higher interest rate of mortgage and the uncertainty of job market right now also mean that property investment can be riskier. Lastly, property income you receive will be taxable. And if you are a high income earner, your income tax may increase extensively. On the other hand, the dividend from a dividend portfolio or coupons from the insurance retirement plan are all tax-free. Right, Jonathan. So for our older investors, if they are keen on property, they can look at investing in property stocks, unit trusts or REITs. So as we get to the end, can we get some final thoughts from you on how we should go about retirement planning? Please help us sum up what are the key steps we should undertake. I've been running retirement planning seminars since 2015 and I've observed that most Singaporeans do plan for their retirement by saving aggressively, but they do not have a comprehensive retirement plan. Thus, one should work closely with a trusted advisor and not a product pusher like some bank relationship manager or advisor who keep pushing new products to their clients. A good advisor can help you to consolidate your finances and tabulate your retirement needs. So why is it important to tabulate your retirement needs? Is it because of they have to work in the effect of inflation? Yes, for example, if let's say right now you need 2000 in today's dollar for your retirement, okay, you cannot just put the 2000 because 20 years later, money gets smaller. So you've got to factor in inflation and usually our inflation we factor is about 3% per year. So the 2000 okay, likelihood will probably increase to about 3000 to 3005 okay, by the time 20 years later. Right. So apart from tabulating your retirement needs, what will be the next step after that? Managing of your risk cover. This advisor will have to manage your risk cover just in case that anything happens to you, your family will be well taken care of. And lastly, creating perpetual income for your retirement. This process takes years, not months, and periodic review is needed to ensure that all investment and risk protection implemented are in line with the goals being set. Remember, retirees, every pot of your money should provide you a perpetual income stream. You spend on the income and keep the principal intact. Only by doing so can you truly create and enjoy a retirement lifestyle you deserve without worrying about how long you will live. So investors, there's a lot to think about. That's it for us for today. Thanks very much for your insights, Jonathan. Thank you, Sushen. We hope you enjoyed this latest episode of Invest Talk, a series by The Straits Times podcast channel, Your Money and Career. I'm Lee Sushen. If you'd like to read my column, 
There are links in our podcast text description. Happy investing. That was a podcast by The Straits Times. Send your feedback to podcast at sph.com.sg. Find us on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or via the Google Voice Assistant and Amazon Alexa-enabled devices. For more podcasts by The Straits Times, The Business Times, and Money FM 89.3, you can also download the Audio by SPH app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Do note, all analyses, opinions, recommendations, and other information in this podcast are for your general information only. You should not rely on them in making any decision. Please consult a fully qualified financial advisor or professional expert for independent advice and verification. To the fullest extent permitted by law, SPH Media shall not be liable for any loss arising from the use of or reliance on any analyses, opinions, recommendations, and other information in this podcast. SPH Media accepts no responsibility or liability whatsoever that may result or arise from the products, services, or information of any third parties.